1: It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thanks for joining on. in. if you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in feed. It'll come right to you, make life easy for you. Uh, Daryl, minicamp over this past uh, week where we had three days where the Browns were in Berea one day. They went to Canton for the Hall of Fame, and then they wrapped up everything on the last day, the third day uh, at Cleveland Brown Stadium with a nice little barbecue with the alumni. First, let's go backwards. Were you allowed to go to the barbecue, Daryl? I did not get invited to the
2: barbecue. Not a surprise, uh, did not get an invite. But I did have a nice turkey sandwich after
1: mini camp. So that that was nice. Compliments of the Browns or did you just make it yourself? Oh no, no, no. The compliments of the Browns. <laughs> oh, good. Well, at least you got that. Were there any famous alumni there too? I was trying to figure out. Uh Dick Jackson read, so.
2: was there, Judge Ambrose was there. Uh there was about there was about a dozen alumni. Uh they they had a pretty uh pretty nice turnout.
1: Yeah, I always enjoy my time with the alumni. Uh, I posted the, uh, the Legends Weekend a couple weeks where I've been able to emcee, and it's just it's always a blast, and I love seeing those guys that I watch play, and it's just so weird to be in the same room with some of those guys, and you know just as a kid especially watching some of them play, even like um, I don't know, there's just there's a lot of players. I don't want to mention one in particular, but I just I really enjoy those, and I I think that if it wasn't for those alumni, I don't think the link between. Browns fans and the team would be what it is today. I mean, it's super important when you consider that there's that entire gap of the not having a team. And well, not only know, that, and the but they're super important.
2: Yeah, but pre-gap the team was good. Post-gap the team has sucked. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <true> too. I, <laughs> mean, I mean, let's be honest sentence, about it. <laughs> when every so thank goodness with, for guys like Bob Golick and Greg Pruitt and Kevin Mack. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of, it kind of his has kept fans afloat for you know, for a few generations here. But uh, the, the Browns are on the cusp. They're knocking on the door. They, you know, made the playoffs uh, uh, in 2020, won a playoff game. We're right there. Just a player two away in Kansas City from getting back to the AFC championship game. So and they've got a very good team this year. I, You know, Jadavion Clowney talked about this on uh, Thursday, Andy. Uh, um, you know, they, they've, they've got a good team. Amari uh, Cooper, too. He's like, hey, man, this was a good team last year um so you know Amari's not coming here thinking that he's you know saving the day so to speak he's coming here to play a role and and fill a role and and contribute but this is a very good football team um but as we talked about in our previous segment it just feels like the entire season is dependent on what happens with Deshaun Watson and if he faces uh any type of discipline but um yeah I mean it, it is a a really really good football team and also not your we didn't have our t- the typical like intense mini camps that we're used to right i mean they they, they got a good two hours right. in on on wednesday or I, I should say tuesday then they go to canton wednesday and they're on the field literally for 30 minutes uh, the only reason they broke a sweat because it was hotter than satan's living room on the field it was like 115 degrees um but they were only scheduled to be on the field for about 30 minutes anyway because they had uh, uh, events scheduled at the Hall of Fame. Um, and then on Thursday, they were on the field for about 90 minutes or so. Uh, and then they ate barbecue before um, e- everybody jumped on a plane and went their
1: separate ways. Nice. Um, let me uh, – I know we weren't going to talk about Sean Watson again, but I thought it was interesting that Jadavion Clowney – is here, part because Deshaun Watson is here. Just to expound on that a little.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Clowney made it very clear that wherever Deshaun went, he was going to follow. Which is not. I mean, look, they they played together in Houston. um Clowney mentioned that how he remembered that he didn't have to play a lot when Deshaun was his quarterback because the offense was always on the field instead of the defense. Um so that was, you know, weighing heavily uh, on his mind. He did uh sell Deshaun on the Browns organization and talked about how he really enjoyed playing here last year and it was such a good positive experience for him. But at the same time, if Deshaun didn't choose the Browns, if he chose the Falcons or the Saints or another team, odds are that Clowney was going to follow him. <laughs> um and uh so I did find those comments rather interesting. Uh, you know, Kalani was asked about potential discipline that Deshaun faces and how that could be a little bit of a wrinkle in his plans. Uh, and you know, he not, not thinking about the potential for a full year suspension, but a partially said, Hey, listen, the defense held it down last year. Uh, when the offense, uh, you know, wasn't humming on all cylinders, we can do it again. Uh, But, yeah, it it was very, very clear uh, that Clowney was going wherever Deshaun ended up. And that is a big That is the reason, I should say, why Jadavian Clowney is back with the Cleveland Browns is because Watson chose the Browns.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member Um,
1: This just, and this is totally a sidebar topic. I mean, to have Watson come back and, and, I mean, not Watson, to have Clowney, come back and I mean if you can look at the football point of it to have Watson here you know LeBron came back there's such a stigma on the city about not being able to bring free agents in because it's Cleveland and I think that and I just want to talk about Clowney in particular being able to come back because I thought he was so honest in his approach to free agency at the end of the season last year and I loved it because it was somebody who was actually saying hey man I had a great time here I love playing here I think the fans were great. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it, but I'm in it for the money. And I, I mean, he was actually honest about it. Do you think and you cover more than just the Browns that Cleveland still has the free agent stigma against it? If it's, oh, I don't want to go to Cleveland.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the Cavs are never going to sign a, a top tier free agent, no matter what. The, their only hope if they're going to uh, have superstars on their team is to draft and develop or trade. For them. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Giannis, just to throw out, and just at random, right? Giannis is not going to pick the Cleveland Cavaliers in free agency, right? Um, You you look at some of the other young stars around the NBA, like the, the Cavs will never be a free agent destination. And that's nothing, I'm not ripping on the Cavs. I'm not dunking on the Cavs. That's just the reality. I mean, look, LeBron struggled to get guys to come to Cleveland his first stint and and maybe not so much the second stint because they they kept making the finals, so it became easier for guys to sign up to play with the Cavaliers because they knew that they were going to come here and automatically compete for an NBA championship. But you know that that and then when you look at Major League Baseball, I don't think that that necessarily applies because as you know, money talks and everything else walks. And un- unfortunately, uh, the Guardians don't have. Uh, you know the deep pockets. It was great that they kept Jose Ramirez, uh, and the fact that he stayed for a hundred million dollars, if not more, less than what his true market value is. And you just look what he's already done this season, and what he means to the ball club on and off the field. Uh, you just you can't quantify that. You can't put a price on that. But the Guardians can recruit players if they have a blank check. So. No, I it, it, when it comes to Major League Baseball, no, there isn't a stigma. The Browns where there was a stigma is just the organization had been been a clown show for 20 years. The only reason free agents would come to the Browns and they look, they made splashes all the time in the offseason. Like the offseason was the highlight for years and years for the Browns, right? From uh free agency to the draft to off-season practices and training camp. Like, that was the Super Bowl for fans because that's where you could be optimistic. And again, in the end, you write the check, the players will come. Um, But for years, players would only come to the Browns because it was a paycheck, and it was a very good paycheck. So to your point about Clowney coming back, he came back for a couple reasons. One, his buddy Deshaun Watson came here who is a three-time pro bowler. The last time he played, he led the NFL in passing yardage, right? So if Baker Mayfield, right. uh, and and again, I'm not dunking on Baker, but if Baker Mayfield was still the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, guess what? Jadavian Clowney's not a Cleveland Brown anymore. So the second ten- tentacle or second reason why Clowney came back is, well, if Watson's here, right, my boy's here, the team's going to be really, really good and going to be competing uh, for or in the postseason. And so I have a chance to win. So that's the other reason to come back. And then the third reason to come back, and like you, I found it very refreshing, is money. And the fact that Clowney's being paid very, very well. He's going to be able to make up to $11 million uh, if he hits his bonuses, which we saw him hit last year. So, um, no, I don't think that there is this... Stigma still uh, over Cleveland and mistake by the lake and stuff like that. That the only reason that's still out there is because you have national people who are ignorant, who have never lived here, who have never visited here, who've not seen all the improvements that have been made uh, around the city uh, and and whatnot. Uh, It's easy to fall back on that thing. But when you're talking about the business of professional sports, Andy, it's all about money. And if you've got the yeah. money and you're willing to pay the players, the players will come here, with the exception being the Cavs, because I just think that the the NBA is a, a little bit of a, a different world.
1: Yeah, I, um, I agree with everything you said in the end. I disagree with what you say about the Cavaliers, too. I mean, like even Kevin Love, um, you know, while Kevin was traded, they the gave Kevin Love here, he 125
2: to- million reasons to stay here. Come on. Okay. Well, he stayed though. I mean, he didn't. I know, have to stay. but I'm just you know, saying. If you didn't like,
1: like Cleveland. You could have left. I mean, well, and, and then what happened? LeBron he ended up pouting for
2: three years when he was here. Like he he didn't come around until last year when he. I don't know, when, but he's not When he looked at things, now, and he's though, like, "Yeah, Darryl, this team's yeah, actually gonna yeah. be real good." <laughs>
1: Yeah, but Kevin, Kevin's not pouting now, and I think the fact that these guys that are playing – I mean, look, even Tristan Thompson, who couldn't figure things out, ended up coming back after being a restricted free agent. And these guys could have left. They haven't left. I think, especially with the Cavaliers and the way they run the organization. But I'm talking about the superstars. The, uh, I'm I'm talking about the, the tier one so,
2: free agents. They're not going to pick the Cavs.
1: Uh, well, if the money's there, I, I just – I don't know that that's necessarily true down the road, especially – when you look at the way the Cavaliers treat these guys, and the I mean, the world that they live in here is like second to none. Especially because I've seen other NBA operations and yeah. how they work. Look, the, the Cavs are a first-class like organization, superstars compare. And, and,
2: and that's why I said I'm right. not I'm not criticizing them. I'm not dunking on them. It's just it, I do think in the NBA there is still a smidge of it of the Cleveland stigma, and the fact that it's not a big market. Um, even despite the fact that LeBron built a billion dollar world brand playing for the Cavaliers and winning a, an NBA championship and going to five NBA finals with them, I just think that the Cavs, their only path to team building is internally, which we've seen them do credit to Kobe Altman and company. That's, you know, uh, in, in the NFL, we we've, we've seen how the Browns have built their team. Yes. The a lot of the foundational pieces of the team have been through the draft: Denzel Ward, uh, Miles Garrett, right? Um, You know, uh, Nick Chubb, uh, Joel Betonio. But at the same time, they've been able to supplement, right? They they were able to convince Deshaun Watson by giving him two hundred and thirty million in fully guaranteed dollars to pick the Browns. Uh, Jadavian Clowney came back a because he enjoyed his time here. He enjoyed playing for the organization, and the organization had a legit opportunity to win because his good friend Deshaun Watson picked the Browns. So I just I just feel like the NBA is a little bit of a uh, a steeper hill to climb. That's all I'm saying.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, we we got plenty more to talk about. We'll get back into minicamp and how you. Uh come partake in the Browns training camp. The, the, the announcement came out this week about what's going to be open and what's not going to be open. So we're going to talk about that. If you want to be a part of it, all you got to do is go to at c l e. It's always Game Day in Cleveland.